Hey guys, welcome to episode 12 of the Android Andy uh, UK podcast. It is the 3rd of June. And uh, looking back at my notes for the last episode, I was saying how amazing the weather was in the UK. But it was too hot, I got the aircon out, and this, that, and the other. And now the weather's just gone quite bizarre, really. So we've had thunderstorms, we've had lightning, we've had flooding. And I look out the window now, and it's lovely blue sky, 20 plus degrees. You can't really make up my smile. I mean, I guess that's English weather, isn't it? So anyway, on with some tech stuff. Um, I've actually had quite a lot going on since the last podcast. I uh, I kind of, I don't know, I went out on a bit of a, just a, I was looking at my videos and what do well and what's been people have been watching and the um, headphone videos have actually been quite popular. So I thought, well, let me try contacting some other headphone manufacturers and see if they want to send me headphones to review. And I've had some responses. So Sennheiser sent me their PXC 550 noise cancelling Bluetooth headphones. Now these are top of the range, like my Sony's, like the Bose. Uh, you know, they're sort of 330 recommended retail price. You can get them, I think, for sort of 270 on Amazon. But they're, they're that top end, you know, they're not uh, mid-range or budget. They are expensive set of headphones. And it was very interesting to be able to compare them to my Sony's. So I did the review, um, throwing in some comparisons, and the bottom line, I mean, go and watch the video if you, well, if you're interested, I suppose, in any way. Um, they're a good set of headphones. They sound fantastic. They're reasonably comfortable, although I did get a bit of discomfort on one of my ears. Um, but the main thing for me was just that the, the noise cancelling just wasn't quite as good as the Sony's or the Bose. So compared to things like my, or when I say compared to, sorry, tested against things like my air conditioner or my washing machine, the Sennheiser just couldn't cut out as much as the Sony's do, uh, which was you know, a bit of a shame, basically, because I hate when, you know, they're sending these for free. Well, no, I'm sending them back. They're not giving them to me, but they've sent them to me for to review, and I basically have to say, well, I, I wouldn't really buy them if I were you, uh, which makes me feel a little bad, and I guess it might might not help my chances if I ask them again for for anything. At the same time, I don't know if they actually watch the videos that that, that I make, you know, when even when they're sent the item. Um, the other company that uh, were more than happy to send me were Plantronics, which I was really pleased about because I almost bought the Backbeat Pro too. It's kind of where it all started. I thought, oh, I need some new headphones. I want some with noise cancelling. The Backbeat Pro 2 were only sort of £170, not crazy money. Um, and it was only when I, I listened to my brother's Bose QC35 twos that I thought, wow, these things are amazing. I'm getting my own set. Um, and then the noise, uh, the noise, the uh, sort of lag, audio lag, meant that I switched over to the Sony's. So when Planet, Plantronics said they would send me the Backbeat Pro 2, I thought, well, that's be really interesting. You know, how much, how much better do you get for sort of twice the price? Um, and the answer is quite a lot better, to be fair. The the Plantronics, the, the noise cancellation was actually, I would say it's quite poor. It is noise cancellation. It did cut out some noise, but even just things like my computer fan, I could I could hear whirring when there was no music playing or no, you know, it, the music plays. It's it's much less of an issue anyway. But there, there was a clear difference. I don't. I've, I've seen a comment. It might even be on the Plantronics website where it says these are just as good as the headphones, twice the price. I'm afraid they're really not. I'm sorry. That's just that's just outright lie. Um, they are again. They're quite good. They sounded fantastic. They didn't feel quite as premium as the premium headphones, and the noise cancellation just wasn't as good. So, I'm not saying don't buy those. Actually, if if that's your price bracket, I think they're still a really good set of headphones. But if you can, if you really want proper noise cancellation, you want to go up to the big boys around the 300 pound mark. Um, then I've. Uh, Moving on to kind of phones, I've just recently picked up a Huawei P20 Lite. I was really tempted by the P20 Pro, as in like literally buy it as maybe it would be my main device because I'm a sucker for a, a good camera and apparently the P20 Pro has an amazing camera. 
Um, but it is sort of £800. I'll just I still think I stick with my Pixel 2 XL. But then I saw a P20 Lite on a, on a going second hand for, well, I basically offered 200 and the guy accepted. Um, so, well, you know, let's, let's give that a go. So I've done the unboxing video. That's on my channel already. And since yesterday, I've been using it as my main device. And so far, it's okay. I wouldn't want it as my main device, definitely. Um, the first thing, or one of the first things I was trying to do was navigate using Google Maps. And it was quite bizarre. It seemed to kind of, I, I don't know if it just wasn't, didn't get a full proper GPS lock. It showed to be where I was on the map, but there was a massive long delay of about two minutes. I was actually driving, waiting for it to kind of wake up and tell me where to go. And it was a little frustrating. Um, I can't say I've noticed too much lag, too much lag in other operations thus far. There was a little bit, but then I think uh, earlier on, but then I think I was literally I was updating um, all the apps. So it's going to cause a bit of lag when you do that. Even high-end phones can sometimes get a little laggy when they're installing things and writing data. Um, I'm not a massive fan of the the interface that Huawei use. If they just gone stock Android, I think personally, I think they'd be in much better shape. I don't. I've never really understood why the. Well, I kind of understand why they want to, as in they want to be the. They want to have a point of difference, and this. But, but why? Why would you do that? These days, Android is so good. Stock Android is so good. You don't need to try and skin. I can again. I can understand kind of four or five or six years back where someone like Samsung they wanted they felt they could basically do better. And to an extent, they probably could, even though it looked pretty ugly. Um, but these days, stock Android is so good. Don't why? Why do you need to skin it? Um, and obviously, you can you can do things to hide it by install like installing Nova Launcher. But for the purposes of my review, I'm, I'm sticking to what the the stock Huawei MIUI, I think it's called, is, and it's generally not particularly nice. The phone itself, the hardware feels feels really nice. It feels very premium. It's a lovely screen, edge to edge with the notch at the top. I don't mind notches. So I don't quite understand why people have an issue with notches. Um, it's just extra screen real estate. So yeah, I mean the screen looks great. The camera looks pretty good. We'll obviously I'll be doing better testing over the next few days. I've only been using it for well less than twenty four hours probably. So obviously subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want to know more about that. Um, I've also been changing my TV. I don't think I've mentioned that in previous podcasts. So we for a while I've held off going four K basically. I didn't really think there's enough content. The prices were quite high, but I think it was last Black Friday I saw how how low the prices had come on 4K TVs. Um, the content is still sparse, but then I realised also that actually the 4K is probably the less interesting bit. The HDR I think is actually the more interesting bit, and HDR stands for High Dynamic Range. Again, I've given an explanation at the beginning of my. I've done a Sony the the Sony Bravia TV that I've got in my room. I've done a review on on the YouTube channel and I do spend about the first five minutes explaining 4k and HDR um, so do watch that if you're interested but basically it gives you a wider range of kind of colors and brightness well brightness probably is probably no and colors actually um, and I think I think it's the HDR that kind of makes some things just look too real I've been watching things not necessarily on my Sony but on the Samsung 55 so it's a bigger screen it's QLED and it's HDR and it is amazing. Some some of them, like especially outdoor sort of well lit bright outdoor shots, they just they look too real. It, it's really hard to explain kind of what that means. But you're looking at it thinking, I'm almost like I'm looking at that through a window at somebody, and you're expecting the director to walk in, right, cut to cut. Or I don't just it's odd. I think my brother says it's like watching a documentary actually when we're watching um, Designated Survivor. 
But, I mean, it does look fantastic, as does the Sony, which is in my room, which is, I've done the review of. But the interesting thing with the Sony Bravia, it has Android TV installed, which I hadn't really thought about, to be honest, until I actually ordered it, and then I realized, oh, it's got Android TV. Oh, we'll have a look what that's like. Um, and it is a little clunky. It's When you compare it to Samsung's Smart TV OS, which is, you know, I can't lie, it's actually very slick, it's smooth, um, it's quite simple. Android TV isn't quite as simple, isn't quite as slick and smooth, but as with Android, it's more customizable. Really. Well, it's not even customizable actually for that matter, but it is more, you can do more with it. Let's just say that. So the main thing being, for example, you can install APKs. You can basically sideload APKs. You install something that connects into Dropbox basically, and you can install APKs from directly from Dropbox, which meant I've been able to install Mob, Mobdro, Mod, Modbro, Mobdro, I think. Um, which has all these different channels. So, for example, I love my Whose Line Is It Anyway channel, which just has 24-7 old episodes of Whose Line Is It Anyway running, all the adverts cut out. But there's other things like, I don't know, Scrubs, or It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, or and again, I think they're just, they're just permanently running episodes without adverts, and it, it's just quite handy if uh, you want to stick something in the background that's a bit of a giggle. Um, you know, the Samsung TV could not do that. It just simply can't do that. But the Sony with Android TV is quite easy to do it. Um, so that's a pretty massive benefit. The very weird thing, or I think it's very weird, the Sony Bravia, it has Bluetooth, which I double-checked. To me, I thought, actually, that's quite handy having Bluetooth because I can pair up my soundbar and my headphones directly with the TV. So it has Bluetooth, but it doesn't have O2DP, which is the element that basically lets you stream sound via Bluetooth. Why would you... What? It's a TV. It, it is a media device. It directly is a media device. It's not even just, oh, well, you can watch media. It is a media device. Why would you not allow streaming of sound and music via Bluetooth? That's bizarre. And when I've said to people, they say, oh, but uh, yeah, I guess they have to pay a license for that. Well, yeah, I guess they do. But you can buy a phone for like 40 or 50 quid that can do it. I've got a TV that was whatever amount of hundreds, um, I guess 600 roughly. And it and it can't. What is that about? It just that doesn't make sense. And I mean, someone else said to me, "Well, actually, I don't really know who else listens to their TV using Bluetooth, you know, with headphones." Because I do almost always wear headphones. And I thought, oh, well, maybe maybe I'm like the minority. But I mean, even so, surely to have Bluetooth to be able to to use a two DP is quite a basic thing, isn't it? Anyway, generally, do love the TV. Android TV, a little clunky, but does give you some uh, some good options. Uh, more recently, like in the last week or so, some of my friends came over and we, we basically started playing some PlayStation 4, which I generally, I don't play PlayStation 4, it sits there and I, I used to use it for watching videos from over DNA from the server, uh, file server, um, but since we've got the new TVs, I don't need to use it for that, but uh, we started off playing some, I mean mainly it was Rocket League, and we were just, we just got addicted, we were just, I think it was the bank holiday Monday, and we were just playing Rocket League for, I don't know, six or seven straight hours, <laughs> and it was great fun. Um so then, then that has been over a couple of times since, and we've we've moved. I've bought some other games basically. So I suppose first of all, Rocket League. If you don't know, it's kind of it's football. It's like three aside or two aside or four aside. It's not you know small numbers um, with a huge big football that cars bump around on the pitch, and you basically got to bump the football into the opposition's goal. Obviously, you can kind of jump and you can boost to go extra fast, but you run out of boost. You got to pick boost up as you drive round. Um, and you can do, I mean, there's some of the skill of like the, I don't know if they're professional or not, but the top players is ridiculous. Like what they can do with kind of boosts and flips and, anyway. 
if you've never played it have a look it is great fun especially when you've got mates um so then i bought a game called overcooked which uh when, when i said to myself, yeah i've got this game called overcooked you've got to sort of you've basically got to cook things you work in a kitchen you've got to cook things what and what are you talking about um but when you play it it's amazing fun so everybody is on one screen you've got your own character obviously and everyone's got their own remote but you can play it two people sharing one remote which is an interesting idea and um so the simplest version you stood in a kitchen and a soup order comes in you've got crates over on one side that have kind of i don't know tomatoes and onions in it um you've got chopping boards you've got uh pans that or pots that go on a cooker you've got a serving hatch so an order comes in for tomato soup you've got to chop up three tomatoes put them all into the cooking pot pour that onto a plate and serve it through the serving hatch when you do that you get points and you get money or whatever you get a tip um and then it might, there might be while you're doing that order there might be another order comes in that says onion soup so if there's four of you one of you might say well, i'll get the onions i'll start chopping that meanwhile a plate might have come back from earlier that's now dirty so someone's going to go and grab the plate and wash that in the sink um so that you've got things to serve onto and it's actually i mean it is amazing fun i don't know if i don't know if it sounds fun actually how i'm explaining it but just the laughs and the giggles that it gives and that I mean, i'm just talking about simple ones you get things get more complicated you've got to make pizzas later on so you've got to, you've got to prepare a base it might be a cheese and tomato pizza it might be a cheese tomato and mushroom it might be a cheese tomato and pepperoni there's all these different types you know you've got to prepare the menu uh, the the uh, the ingredient the proper ingredients to make what the actual order was um but it is just amazingly funny you get sometimes you get there's one level where rats come running out if you leave food laying around for too long rats come and nick it so you might have just chopped up a load of mushroom some rat comes along and nicks it you've got to chase after it pressing your one button particular button to try and kick the rat and get the mushrooms back there's other ones where you so then the you have moving kitchens so there's one where there's your kitchen split across the back bed of two or three lorries and they're moving back and forth on a dual carriageway so you can only jump across at certain times and there's the chopping boards are on one lorry but the the uh the cooking elements are on another and all this thing it's have a look at it. have a look on uh, youtube at some videos overcooked it really is great fun um highly recommended and another one i bought only a couple of days ago called badlands is quite good fun and um, it's kind of a side scroller flappy birds on steroids almost uh, again four of you can play so four of you trying to flap your way through these particular levels where you go up and down things and collect power-ups and explode mines and squeeze through gaps and um all this sort of thing or there's one way there's one way it's kind of like i don't know you go it's a it's a circular circular map would you call it with a with a centerpiece that you you've kind of can fly around it because then basically there's this big buzzsaw that follows you around and it gets quicker and quicker and you, the three or four of you are trying to trying to move around this circular thing staying ahead of it can't really explain that one too well but it's it is great fun actually badlands have a go it's not doesn't cost much but i was only a few well maybe it's eight or nine pounds or six pounds or something like that so uh i was even actually looking i see you can you can record playstation 4 uh, well i think it can record video for you so i might look into sort of doing a few ps4 game reviews we'll see we'll see so yeah multiplayer on the ps4 i even ordered a fourth controller so we could all play all these different games um but yeah really good fun actually moving on to kind of tv and movie i don't think i'd seen deadpool 2 when i did my last podcast um i think i saw it a few days a few days after recording really enjoyed it deadpool one was one of my or deadpool i suppose uh, was actually one of my favorite movies i mean definitely of last year i remember when i actually came out of it i said that's one of the best movies i've ever seen and i think i was just a bit sort of high on the kind of emotions of the movie in some way um and just the, the enjoyment of seeing it with hundreds of other people that really enjoyed the movie all, all, the, all the sort of laughter and the you know it's just kind of you get the atmosphere i suppose 
I don't know if I would still say it's one of the best movies ever because it's not particularly, but it's one of the funnier movies, and I mean, it is one of my favourite movies. Um, and Deadpool 2 was very, very good. Probably not, well, almost definitely for me, not as good as the first, but actually still highly recommended. I mean, definitely if you enjoyed the first, definitely you want to see the second. Um, but yeah, really, really good. And TV wise, oh my goodness, the Americans finished, as in finished for good, so they've done six seasons, that's it. And it's, I think it's just great that they, it's always a shame when a, a good TV show gets cancelled midway through and you don't really get to finish it. So, although I love the show, and in some ways it was sad when they said, right, next season's the last, I was also really pleased that they got to finish it and actually finish the story off. It's one of those things, if you imagine, I don't know, if you've seen Breaking Bad, if you imagine they didn't do that last season, that you'd be like, well, it just, it's, it's just not as good a TV show all of a sudden. The fact that it finished and it finished so well, for me, makes it the best TV show I think there's ever been. Um, and the Americans actually I've put up there in my top, well, top four really. So it goes kind of Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and then I think the Americans and Justified are kind of tied for third for me, which are the two that people generally haven't heard about. Um, but the Americans, if you, I mean, I think I explained it in one of my earlier shows, but it's about... Um, Russian, <laughs> Russians that moved over to America in their 20s and were set up with kind of, you know, fake identities and basically have lived there the rest of their lives, which are the next sort of 20 or so years, as Americans, but obviously they're actually spies for Russia and they're, they're doing missions, they're, they're feeding back information to Russia or the USSR or whatever it was called by then. Um, and it's not kind of, it's not kind of James Bond type spy, it's actual sort of, really interesting stories and they're dealing with their families their two kids are, you know the two kids are totally oblivious um that they're russian spies um they're pretending to be estate agents and oh and an fbi agent moves in a crossroad a little bit sort of a cheesy twist but um <clears throat> he becomes the best friends with the the guy um and it's just i mean so yeah the last episode it it did remind me of Breaking Bad in some ways, just in the kind of like oh my god type thing. You just couldn't. There, there was one scene that went on for ten minutes in a in a parking garage, which was just fantastic, just amazing. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to give anything away. Another scene though, where making a phone call. I won't lie. I was I was I shed a tear. It was emotional. Um, just really good TV. If you haven't seen it, The Americans, you can actually get it on Amazon Prime. I think. I think the first four seasons are included if you've got Prime for free. I'm not sure about the fifth and the sixth, but I guess in time they would probably be uh, free as well. Obviously, there's other ways to watch it as well if you kind of know what you're doing there. But highly recommend The Americans. Really good, well written, good characters, good storyline, and a great finish, um, which you can't say about a lot of TV shows. So there we go. I think that's. Uh, covered quite a lot of stuff in that one i should have done an episode sooner really shouldn't i so thanks for listening come and say hello on my forum on andrewlandia.uk i've had to change i was a bit annoyed i've got a nice looking uh, themed style for my forum so it matches the rest of my website and then i found out this week that it was basically blocking it meant that the spam bot verification broke because of this style so i've had to revert back to just bog standard php bb Pro Silver or whatever it's called. I mean, it looks all right, but it's a bit just a shame it no longer matches the rest of my website. Um, anyway, that was, you know, just come and say hello, though. It'd be really nice if you do. UK, click on the forum. It does actually let you register at the moment. <laughs> and uh, just say hello. That's it for now. Catch you all again soon.